0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
1: Today we've got a crazy story of coming to grips with going no contact with most of their family. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, my insane mother went off the deep end months ago and attacked my sister because she wasn't young and pretty anymore. Early this year, I posted about how my delusional and obese mother was forcing my little sister to wear clothes that were in our mother's sizes. To start off with, my sister finished high school and has gone on to college, but our mother didn't take my sister's growing up well. You see, at first, mom was just acting sad and playing the victim after I'd forced her to see that she and my sister were not the same clothing sizes. Some said I went about it the wrong way by being so blunt by forcing her to see that she couldn't fit into a coat my sister could. However, I really don't think there would have been another way to get through to her without involving the authorities. Police, CPS, etc. After the incident, my 45-year-old mom was still dressing in clothes like a teenager at home and binge-eating fast food. And my sister caught her in her room trying to try on her clothes several times. Yes, our mother did destroy a few more pieces of my sister's clothing trying to put them on, but we confronted her each time. Rather than make her previous excuse of stating her belief that my sister and her were the same size, she would just lock herself in her room, howling and crying to the point that neighbors even once called police to do a wellness check. Of course, when the police arrived, I saw a very different side of my mother. She had put on a nightgown and didn't look like someone who had been crying their eyes out. Not only had she pretended to act her age, she lied through her teeth and said that my sister had been the one making those noises because she'd been grounded for tearing up her mother's new clothes. I called this as an outright lie and she yelled at me to shut up. The police didn't know who to believe, but nobody was hurt, no threats were being made, and my mother wouldn't stop with the guilting waterworks that her children were so awful to her. So the police just issued a verbal warning and left. As soon as they were gone, my mother told me to get out, and that she didn't want me as a son anymore because I made her feel horrible about herself. I realized then that the loving mother she once was, who raised us, was completely gone eaten by the narcissist before us then. Just a few years prior, she was a kind and loving mother, especially to my sister, but that obviously changed. There was a verbal altercation in which I pointed out to my mom's face how much of a narcissist she was being. Regardless of the size of her clothing, she didn't need to be trying on my sister's clothes. They weren't hers. She wasn't even buying my sister clothes anymore. And if she wanted to disown me so badly, then fine but I would also be disowning her. She threatened to hurt me again, at which point I told her to bring it on. She may be twice my weight, but she isn't strong, and if she were to hurt my sister, I would make darn sure she regretted it. My mother went back to howling and crying in her room after I said that, so I just left, but not before telling my sister to call me if she tries anything else. Crap hit the fan not long after my sister's 18th birthday in May. She went out with friends because her mother had hardly spoken to her in some time. She had effectively disowned me and gone no contact, and she was just biding her time to kick my sister out too. When my sister came home from her birthday party, she found her stuff in boxes and bags left outside of the apartment that she shared with our mother, and there was a note taped to the door telling my sister to leave and never come back. This would normally be the point where someone might say they were heartbroken, But the truth is that we were prepared for this. We knew mom wanted my sister out because she refused to take mom's crap anymore. So she'd secretly been taking her stuff over to her friend's house little by little. This includes her personal documents for her identity, so all of her important stuff was out of there, and our mom just didn't seem to notice. My sister called me, and I came over with my car to start packing up her remaining stuff to take to her friend's house. Since my sister was 18, she could go where she wanted, and her friend's family took her in. And my sister lived happily there while she finished high school and had a great summer before she and her friend both left for college. They'd applied to the same place and were accepted. They're some distance away now, but they're happy and living as roommates. But as so often is the case, there was trouble in paradise. I think our mother was hoping to pull some sort of emotional manipulation by kicking my sister out. But it backfired badly since none of us even batted an eyelash about it so mom started messaging my sister that she would cut off her phone plan if she didn't speak to her my sister responded by getting her own phone with money she earned working part-time but sent the old phone back to our mother in the mail with a letter telling her off for what she tried to do mom didn't take that well but she had no longer a way to contact my sister without trying to see her in person So she came stomping over to my apartment to yell at me and say it was all my fault. Then she demanded my sister's new phone number. I told her to buzz off, because she was no longer my mother. She had previously made it clear I was no longer her son, and if she didn't leave me alone, I'd be calling the police. And then in a complete repeat of what happened on the day I'd forced her to see that my sister was not the same size as her, she ran away howling and crying like an animal. But by then, I was pretty sure it was all an act. The next thing my mother did was show up at my sister's friend's house and then start demanding that she move back in with her and contribute to the rent because she was paying for a two-bedroom on her own and got no child support since my sister turned 18. Like me, my sister told her to buzz off. That's when mom attacked her. She grabbed my sister and started wailing on her while screaming that it was unfair that my sister got to be young, thin and pretty and that she wasted her youth being a mother. That's about as far as she got before my sister's friend's father took her down. He ripped her off of my sister and threw her to the ground. The man is ex-navy and built like a steamboat. He pinned my mother down and forced her into submission before calling the cops. He referred to her as a screaming whale for the sound she was making. My sister was taken to the hospital after police arrived and took statements. The ring doorbell cam on the house had caught the entire fight, so the dad wasn't charged for taking down my mother, as he'd reacted in defense of my sister. My sister was lucky and only had some bruises, a black eye, and a bump on her head. Our mother was a heavy woman, but she couldn't fight her way out of a paper bag. Mom ended up in jail, and she used her one phone call to try and guilt me into coming over and paying to have her released. I just said, I'm sorry, I don't have a mother, you must have the wrong number, before ending the call. She didn't ever call me again. My mother bailed herself out but still had to go to court for attacking my sister. She ended up getting off with just a fine. She was also kicked out of her apartment by the landlord for several reasons. One of them being that she tried to solicit herself to him, or so he says, but she denied it ever happened. So she was kicked out after a month or so, but she left a surprise for him. She had spray painted graffiti on the walls and smeared the bathroom with her own feces. The landlord called me over, and I saw the chaos she had left. Thankfully, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be, just some choice words for the landlord painted on the walls, and the bathroom mostly just had the mirror smeared, so the landlord didn't bother to call the police. A cleaning crew had the apartment cleaned and repainted quickly enough, but from there, my mother spiraled worse. I heard she tried to pick up younger guys several times, and a friend tipped me off to where she was doing it. I found her in a bar across town. She was wearing pink hot pants a few sizes too small and tried to pick up a guy half her age, and she started calling him a vain little jerk for not being interested in her. She was trying to claim to be 29 years old, but no one believed her. Then she saw me. She looked furious the second she realized I was there and started her howling back up as she stomped out. I ended up having to explain to a few people there that she was my mother and she's nuts. The bar manager told me he'd put her on the ban list because she was trouble every time she came in. The spiral went deeper. I really don't know what my mother was doing for a living or even where she was living as she had gotten fired from her job and had no apartment. By this point, my sister was happily off to college, and people stopped seeing my mother around town. That is, until she was found dead in a motel room. She had OD'd and passed in late October. I was next of kin, so I was notified of some details. She had heavily OD'd and also had a lot of alcohol and junk food in the motel room that she was binging on, so police were pretty sure she intended for it to happen. When i saw her after she had passed she had lost a fair bit of weight and looked like she had aged 10 years in just a few months it turned out she was suffering from an untreated std and had likely been abusing substances for years she had pretty much destroyed her body from the inside out in her final couple years of life she was the worst mother she had ever been maybe from a mental condition or from her drug use we don't know we'll never know now The funeral for my mother was a little more than a small gathering with an urn, and we spread the ashes at sea. There were no tears shed by either me or my sister, or even many words spoken. We ended up going out for ice cream and just having a talk before she had to drive back to where she currently lives, because she had class in the morning. I think it can be best described that we weren't happy mom had passed, but not sad about it either. If anything, I'm not really sure how to mentally process it other than the fact that it's just over and to move on. Currently, we have plans to meet at my sister's friend's parents' house for Christmas. My sister and I have no close relatives nearby, and since we were raised so far away from them, they're fairly indifferent to us. Always have been. My sister and I don't even have the same father. We don't even know who our fathers were. Mom never told us. She'd just say that we didn't need to know because they didn't want to know us. So there's no point in seeking out a parent that didn't want you. But we're working hard to move forward in life. I've recently begun dating a nice girl I met while having a morning coffee, and we've been together for about 3 weeks now. Without my mom in my life, drama has been minimalized. And I'm rather thankful of that. Hopefully I'll never have to make a post on this site again. I'm not gonna lie, I did not expect this story to go in the direction it did. Drama or not, my condolences to OP and their family. Our next story is, Entitled Woman snaps her hand in disabled veteran's face and asks if he's r-worded for telling the kid not to pet his service dog. I wasn't with him, my boyfriend is the vet in this, so keep in mind that this is all secondhand through his experience as relayed to me. The incident occurred yesterday at the grocery store while my partner was shopping. This is actually a challenging task for him. He doesn't like all the aisles and people in stores, and he doesn't like that he feels distracted from paying attention to his surroundings by needing to concentrate on the list of items he needs. Because he's hard of hearing, he also can't easily hear where people are, and this is hard for him. Also, it's worth noting that he has extra trouble hearing high-pitched sounds, like kids and women's voices. During the COVID lockdown, he's lost a lot of progress he had made with his anxiety, but he's working on getting back to where he was. He has a service dog now, which has helped him immensely. Not just in public, he sleeps better now. And the dog will alert him when he's becoming anxious based on his behaviors and can calm him. Really incredible. The dog has a vest. If you read it, you'd see it has a patch that says, PTSD service dog, do not distract, and one that says, hard of hearing handler. His dog is trained to guard him from people and alert him what side he's being approached from. This is not aggressive, the dog just uses its body to block him off and touches his legs while doing it so he knows someone's there. So he turns and saw this little kid looking up at him, he just told her the dog is working and she can't pet him, on the assumption that she had just asked him that. In response? The kid holds out her hand for the dog to sniff and she said, Mommy says I can if I say hello first, or something along those lines. The dog doesn't react much at all, so the kid just starts hugging him. At this point my partner stepped away abruptly from her and told her that she needs to stop and to go find her parent. Now he couldn't tell that the kid was old enough to read, but he's not really mad at the kid because a parent should be responsible for her in a store. And while I'm sure that he was probably very stern with her since he's not very great with people, especially kids, even on a good day, he's also not someone who yells. Yet, lo and behold, the child's grandmother mother, who knows, appears and is telling him to not yell at a little girl. He made her cry and a bunch of other crap. He was only catching about 30% of what she was saying. He told her he has a service dog, she needs to keep the kid off, read the vest. The lady rolled her eyes at him and continued berating him. He said he was just standing there largely ignoring her, thinking if she says what she wants then she'll go and leave him alone. But then, the woman snaps her hand in my partner's face and asks him, Are you an R-word? Thankfully, there was a couple shopping who must have overheard. The woman from this couple came and moved that woman out of my partner's face and looked like she was chewing her out until the Karen left the aisle. The man from that couple asked my partner if he was alright. He turned out to be a veteran too and bonded a little over their tattoos. I'm honestly still livid about it and I wasn't even there. He's moved on. If I were OP, I would still be steaming about this too. I don't blame them at all. Our next story is, Entitled Grandmother Thinks She Has A Say In How I Dress And Present Myself. For context, I, 14-year-old female, have a very religious grandmother, among other relatives who are just as religious. My parents don't care how I dress It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StoryTimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com StoryTimePod. As long as I'm comfortable, and I dress very masculine and have what would be considered a boy haircut. So about three months ago... I got my hair cut in a way that I'd been wanting for literal years. I was very verbal about this as well. My mom, who took me to the barber to get it done, had taken pictures and sent them to my aunt, my older sibling, and others, including my grandmother. Here were the text messages between my grandmother and my mom, or at least the gist of it. Entitled Grandmother said, no, those lovely curls. I had very long curly hair. What did you do to her hair? mom says we cut it because that's what she wanted grandmother says couldn't you have gotten a more feminine haircut she looks so boyish mom says look this is what she wanted and she has every right to have the haircut she wants plus she couldn't even get her hair pulled up before this is what she's comfortable with so there should be no problem with it she says well if she's happy then i'm happy for her this was just paraphrasing what i remembered from my mom showing me the conversation But wait, it gets worse. After the convo with my mom, she went behind both mine and my mother's backs and started complaining about my haircut and how masculine it is to my aunt, which is who told me and my mom that Entitled Grandma complained again. Luckily we didn't hear anything about my hair from her again, until November started. So the first week of November, my grandmother decided to show up at our house unannounced I had been home for about an hour and my parents were still working so they weren't home. When she walks in, the first words uttered from her mouth other than, hello, were about how I needed to let my hair grow out and that I need to wear more feminine clothing. I can paraphrase the convo that passed, Entitled Grandmother said, My, we need to let that hair grow out. Me trying not to get upset said, Whatever you say, Grandma. She says, I'm also going to need to take you shopping so we can find some girlier clothes for you to wear. Honestly at this point I just kind of stopped responding because if I didn't, I was going to say some things I would regret. And she's still my grandmother so I'm not going to argue with her. I just really hate it because even before I got the haircut she would slip comments about me needing to dress more like what she wants. It gets frustrating so I thought I'd share with Reddit because why not? Maybe I can get some feedback as to what I can do because I certainly know that this isn't the end of my grandmother's comments. Is it worth it to OP to be honest to their grandma, say that their words and intentions are hurtful? Let me know what you guys think. Our next story is, my entitled ex-stepmother is taking my dad and stepmom to court. My ex-stepmom got my dad served. She states she wants full custody and child support because she has both sons full time. However, my dad up until getting served, was helping her with her car payment, paying her phone bill, has both sons enrolled under his name in private schools, took them to events, buys all of their food and clothing for his home and ex-stepmom's home. She lied on official court documents, saying he does none of that, and it's her that pays for all of that, even though he has every single receipt. Now he's waiting on his lawyer to sort all of this out. She's made my life heck for 15 years. I'm happy it doesn't affect me, but it upsets me that when my brothers are with her, they call my dad and say they're so hungry and she didn't leave food in the house after she disappeared for 3 to 14 days at a time. I hope this just keeps moving forward then. If he's got those receipts, he'll be just fine. Our next story is My Entitled Parents. Hi, I have entitled parents that think because they raised me that they deserve money. The issue has been ongoing and I'm getting tired of it. Here's my story. So this all began in 2018 when I got my first job. My parents wanted money every payday for rent. It was $100 every two weeks. This caused my coworkers to ask why I never had money to do things with them. That's when I told them that I was giving my parents money. It was then that I learned this wasn't normal. All my coworkers had adult children of their own. I was 20 at the time. They told me that they've never charged their children rent even when they were adults living with them. After this, I then learned that they had filed for social security disability behind my back and had filed for my mother to manage the funds. Luckily for me, we all wound up moving to a different state, so it was never approved in that state. But they filed again in this state this time, with my knowledge and my consent. I was basically told that it was either this or get kicked out of the house in an unfamiliar state. Fast forward to 2020 where I was forced to get a job at a place that wasn't very good to their employees. I had just been denied for disability. I started just before the stay at home order was in place. I wish the virus was the only thing in my life at the time. 2020 was a chaotic year of appointments and evidence gathering for a new disability case. I had reached the peak in my instability with my mental health due to this. Even extended family noticed this when they saw me. I was finally kicked out in 2021. I wound up getting disability because I was admitted to a psychiatric unit where I was officially diagnosed with several things, among which were anxiety disorder and depression. I got the help I needed. I got into a housing program where I have the need to be independent. In December 2021, I got my first check and a call from my parents asking for $200 a month and an invoice from them saying that I owe them $5,000 in total for advocating for me. I also found out that they sent this to my lawyer and that brings me to today. I've been paying $200 a month for years to them. I've been managing my expenses for a year. My parents keep asking for more and more. I'm currently looking for a new place to live and need all my money. I've brought up that I can't keep paying them as their invoice is not a legally binding contract. My parents have become such a problem that my mental health team won't even give them info about me and has blocked my father from assessing my files as he works for the clinic I go to. Now they're threatening to go over my head and schedule a meeting with my team. I'm 24 years old and still terrified of my parents I don't even live with. I don't want to get an injunction against harassment but I'm almost out of options. What do i do i think the only option is to finally put your foot down and stop being hesitant I hope he needs to understand that if you allow them to they'll continue to treat them like dirt that said our final story of the day is going no contact with most of my family because of my father this post is just a big massive event i just feel like if i don't share my story i'll explode from the enormous amount of pain my family's causing me some background first i 27 year old female Always had a complicated relationship with my father, 53 year old male. I could never set boundaries with him because I'm a pushover with low self esteem, and father is a manipulative narcissist. Basically, our life was always an emotional roller coaster where father could be super nice, super generous, and helpful one day, and extremely mean, I would even say violent, disrespectful, and controlling the next day. And anything could trigger that change. A small comment, a small disagreement, sometimes even nothing at all. I think one of the reasons that allowed father to be disrespectful towards me was his financial support. He paid for my education and student life abroad, bought me a car and a condo, which honestly I should never have accepted but it is what it is now. I never asked for any of these things from him and I think father just genuinely wanted me to have a better life since he came from a poor family and wanted me to have the best things that he could now afford. For that, I'm truly thankful, and I'm sure that he loves me in his own way, but... Last time we spoke, his behavior towards me was just unacceptable, and he crossed a line that I don't think I can ever be okay with, and in some way, I encouraged it. I never confronted father about his aggressive behavior or manipulations. Instead, I either just agreed with him, or if we thought, which happened rarely as I would do anything to avoid conflict, I always had to apologize or let things go. He never, ever said sorry to me, not even once in my life, and I always thought, well, he is my dad and I know he loves me, he did so many amazing things for me, so it's okay to let this and that go, and plus we live in different countries, so we only see each other a couple of times a year. So, I always tried to ignore the negativity as much as I could. But because of this, because of my actions, I enabled and normalized his negative behavior. For example, when he was angry, he could call me stupid or tell me to get the freak out or not talk to me as a way of punishment or yell at me in front of others. But he wasn't disrespectful like this all the time, just occasionally when he believed I was doing something bad or wrong. There were many times where he was totally different. For example, he was very nice, encouraged me to travel more and experience new things, bought gifts for me, etc. So, our relationship was really an emotional roller coaster, and the older I got, the more I realized that it wasn't okay for him to be disrespectful to me despite how good he is to me sometimes. I just don't deserve that kind of toxic behavior. I believe I'm a good, kind, and respectful person. I studied hard, I worked hard. There was never a moment when I didn't have a job since I was 17. Today I fully support myself financially, and I could support myself without the apartment or the car my father gifted me. Of course, my life would be different without the opportunities he gave me, but I think it doesn't give him, or anyone else for that matter, the right to disrespect or verbally abuse me. Now, about the last fight. We had a couple of big fights in the past, but last time father threatened me and I got pretty scared. Earlier this year he was staying at my place, and one evening we had a big disagreement on a topic. I won't go into details, but basically I just couldn't agree with father on something because it didn't align with my values at all, and there was no way I could be submissive on that particular subject. And seriously, I'm almost 30 now and I'm allowed to have a different opinion. But anyways, this time I just shared my opinion on the topic respectfully and that was it. But father just could not take the pushback for me and could not let it go. The fight quickly escalated. Father told me to go freak myself. First I told him he can't speak to me this way. So the fight just escalated even more. We were screaming at each other. I also said things like, no, you go freak yourself, etc. And then father pushed me and threatened to break my nose. And I said just try and I'll call the police. I think that scared him as he kind of calmed down but still continued to say mean things, undermining me and my achievements, basically saying that I didn't do anything and he did everything for me. At that point I could just not take it anymore and I said, consider you don't have a daughter anymore. I took my stuff and went to another room, being scared that father may come in to do something worse. I should have taken my pet and left but I didn't and thankfully nothing happened. The next morning I heard him brag on the phone to his friend how he told me to go freak myself and how could I even dare to tell him that he can't speak to me a certain way, etc. So I got my things, fed my pet and left to be with my friends. Later we came back to my place together because I could not face father alone and he wasn't there anymore. That same day my father blocked me everywhere and I learned from my fam that he's waiting for me to apologize. The fam, and specifically his mom slash my grandma, and his sister slash my aunt, we live in the same city, are fully aware of what happened, what he did, and they're saying that I have to call him, and I feel like I live in an upside-down world. I mean, what the freak? After a few days, I blocked father everywhere. I'm not ready to speak with him, and probably ever. I have so much anxiety and fear and paranoia that he may be somewhere near me when I'm outside. I just do not understand my family. The other day I forwarded his parking fines that came to my place to my aunt's, respectfully asking her to give it to him, and she texted me nasty things saying that I betrayed father, I changed so much that she'll have no problem paying for the fines herself. And since I'm so righteous, I should give back all that money that father gave and spent on me, aka education, car, condo, I didn't answer any of those texts, grandma says I need to put my ego aside, etc. And I'm just so tired of this BS, I'm emotionally exhausted from the fam's toxicity and the way they push me down when I'm already depressed because of what happened. There were many other things they did to me after the fight with father to make me feel bad but it's a really long story. If you have any suggestions on how to deal with toxic fam and this situation I'd appreciate it. Right now I just get panic attacks whenever I see their messages so everything's now muted and I only speak to grandma maybe once every few months. I started therapy and that helps a bit but just not enough at this moment. I don't know if it's the right advice, but whenever I'm dealing with anybody toxic like this that tries to hold something over on me, my first instinct is to want to clear that debt completely and make it known that it's cleared. I wouldn't say drop out or quit your schooling, but with the condo I would say sell that or just get out of there. I just hate manipulative people feeling like they've got one over on me because they gave me something or I have something that they paid for. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of entitled parents, check out that video on the left, or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That's it, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.